and welcome to the Practices Made Perfect podcast, your go-to source for all the latest innovations in marketing, technology, team, culture, and more, geared specifically to independent practice owners and brought to you by DVM Elite, the industry leaders with game-changing strategies and life-changing connections for private practice owners. So as everyone gets going, uh, of course, host with the most, <laughs> Dr. Mike Warren here. And you know the focus of today is really going to be all of my thinking and our thinking as an organization is around recession preparation, because uh, this is coming. And what, what are going to be the most important things for you to do and do now while everyone is still debating it when it's very clear that this is actually going to be uh, upon us very soon? And so we have the luxury of experience for the past couple of years, uh, being kind of prepared for the last one, and knowing that you know this is potentially going to be the mother of all of all of these types of recessions. That being said, I have come to the conclusion, in a very thought-provoking way, that the future is unknowable, uh, which maybe is an obvious statement, but I have decreased my conviction in being able to know the future. But at the same time, that actually means it's even more important to control what you can control, which is in your, which is your practice. And whether it's an investing perspective where you're just buying a business that's of good value, or it's positioning your practice to be most uh, profitable and resilient, whether the recession happens or doesn't, you're gonna be in the best position. So let's go ahead and rock and roll quickly. Let's start with a V for victories. Uh, just type in the letter V for victory, and I'd love to hear uh, what's been uh, going well in your world, V for Victory. I'll quickly share those out, get us in a good mindset, and then we can go ahead and rock and roll. So V for Victory, what you got? I'd love to hear from you. V for Victory, what do you have? And I'll share uh, a victory. So there was an elite member uh, that uh, you, many of you may know and had a really interesting story. So started in the DVM elite uh, world and about, uh, just before he started, he had an offer on the practice for about a million dollars. And then after about a little over a year, had another offer of 1.9 million. So basically, you know, being in the DVM Lake community doubled the value of the practice. And then he uh, joined uh, the transition to elite selling process and just received an offer again, like, you know, less than a year after the previous offer of 3.5 million. So just an incredible uh, example of the compounding effect of and the, the combination of the DVM lane transitions elite. So just a great uh, shout out uh, community for that. Cool. I'll just read the quick uh, Q and A's, which got Chaz Dailed, uh, Jamie uh, getting some good applicants finally. Okay, cool. Awesome. So uh, sorry, sorry, Christy. So are, are you able to re-enable the chat uh, if possible? Because the chat, oh, chat is disabled. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, Christy, any way to be able to enable the chat? Uh, that would be great. Uh, okay. Thanks. And uh, maybe I can do that one sec, guys. Because I really want to be hearing from you during this session. Susan. Oh, okay. So chat. So maybe just go into the, uh, sorry, the, the question answer section uh, would be perfect because I can still see your answers there. So just type in the, que the, the question Q&A section, your victory. So Suzanne says, my uh, hired a PM and associate started. Excellent. Uh, Jamie says, highest week ever at our practice. Awesome, Jamie. Well, Make hay while the sun shines. Uh, that's great. So what are we going to be talking about today? So we have Jamie, who's a, a really awesome uh, practice manager, uh, to join us. And this is going to be uh, an open discussion around uh, membership plans. So how are we going to be able to sell more plans, think about more plans, and really position our practice to be solid going into the recession? And sorry, if we... Um, quickly just kind of state the why of this, and then I'll pull Jamie off and we'll just have an open discussion, is why focus on the on the recurring revenue memberships? I'm gonna share some data as well. So uh, these membership plans increase loyalty, increase uh, recurring revenue, increase profitability, increase stability, and they really solidify your recession-proof foundation. So as you'll see when I share the data, ask yourself, would I rather not have a substantial of memberships or would I rather have a substantial amount of memberships? And if your answer is the latter, then we need to really figure out how to do that. And this is not easy. In fact, I, I know that practice owners outside of the elite community, as soon as you mention this topic, they check out because they've heard of it or they've tried it and haven't been successful. But really those that can unlock and find the key to this 
are going to be in a much, much better position and have totally different economics. And just to share some data to kind of get us into the, the why we're even having this discussion. So this is an elite member um, shared somewhat recently. So I asked basically to compare the new client non-member spend versus the new client spend that joined the membership basically as a new client. So the non-member spend was $738 and the, the, uh, the member spend was $1,250. So, so basically a 70% increase in spend uh, of a member versus non-member. And again, just kind of a similar statistic. Uh, what's the comparison of an existing client versus a new, uh, sorry, an existing client versus an existing member client? And you can see the difference is 1,200 versus about 1,500 of spend, so 30% more. And then a separate uh, member, so unrelated to the first one or not the same practice, and they have very different plans, by the way. In, the, in this uh, practice, it's uh, $780 for a average new client spend. And the average new client that becomes a member spends about $1,100. So again, a 45% increase. And um, the spend of an existing client is about $1,100. And the existing client who is a member is uh, $1,700. So you can see across the board, whether it's a new client or an existing client, the impact of being a member is substantial. And not only is this increase in revenue, but because it's on a recurring basis, they've already in a way committed to be able to go to the practice. And I would just say, you know, quickly before getting to this discussion, why is this the case? And the reason is that we have removed the barrier to entry of folks from coming into your practice. And the more they're able to spontaneously come into the practice, the more we're able to help uh, them as patients and clients. And the more, of course, revenue that generates because we're able to catch things early. So it really decreases that barrier. And that's the goal. And by the way, these two practices, and this was the main reason to get the comparison, have totally different prices in terms of plans. I believe this plan uh, on the top member is about um, like a, a 15 or two, less than $20 a month plan. And the bottom one is more about a $40 a month plan. So one would be very inexpensive and one would be quite expensive. And still they show basically the very similar data, which I think, think was a super interesting takeaway. And so we have this tsunami coming and we wanna be prepared and memberships I think is gonna be an excellent way uh, to be able to do that. A few quick victories. Uh, Jennifer said, hired three new employees in the last month. Congrats, Beth, 29% up in June. Fantastic, Diana, both my dad and stepmom are out of the hospital. Wow, good job, Diana, great. So let's, um, let's roll into the discussion. So, hey, Jamie, are you here? All right, let me see if I can get Jamie here uh, and we'll get rolling here. Jamie, 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 Jamie. Okay, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, just pull yourself off mute. Hey, oh. how are you doing? I'm good in yourself. Uh, doing awesome, doing awesome. Yeah, so firstly, I guess, Jamie, over to you. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about your membership plan, how it's been structured, uh, how it's been going? And yeah, we'll just have, kind of have an open discussion. Oh, I think you're off mute. What's going on here? Sorry, I think you just have to unmute, Jamie. All right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, 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 cool. Yeah, so, so I love, yeah, just tell us a little bit about your membership plan, how it's structured and what's been successful, not successful. Yeah, I, I, firstly, great, great to have you and thanks for joining us, so. Thanks, so um, we have three separate membership plans for canines and then three separate for felines. Um, they are silver, platinum, and gold. Mm -hmm. Sorry, silver, gold, and platinum. Um, each one of them, the silver is, is kind of the basic plan, the one that, you know, we, we use for the clients who are kind of skeptical, I guess. Mm -hmm. you know, they, they, some clients do think that, you know, there's some um, small print there. Um, yeah. Most of them understand that there's not. Um, the difference between them is just the vaccinations that they cover. Um, and then also we do blood work in all of our membership plans um, just so that we can get a yearly blood work panel on the patients. Mm -hmm. And um, with each plan, the blood work panel incre increases. 
So our silver plan um, only includes two vaccines and that works for, and as far as canines, that works for those yearly vaccines. Um, and so if they're only due for, let's say, a, a Bordetella and a leptospirosis, you know, what we consider core here, um, they can do the silver plan. The gold plan covers all four vaccinations, so if they need those on that year, um, and then the platinum plan is used mostly for your senior pets. Um, it includes um, a senior exam, um, tonometry, blood pressure. Um, the blood work differences is you get a mini panel in the silver, so it's just like a chemistry 10, CBC, um, SDMA. The gold panel covers a, a Chem 27 CBC SDMA thyroid, and then the platinum covers the senior profile plus the urinalysis. Great, super. Yeah, and actually, just uh, and that's great. And, and our chat's working now, so feel free to chat and we can all see it uh, together. And so, approximately, um, again, just general terms, like where are you with these prices of the plans? Are they inexpensive so that they're kind of um, just basic or it sounds like they're much more robust and they have a higher price point. Yeah, so um, each one of them is priced per the services that are included in them. Mm -hmm. And then um, we recommend every six month uh, exams. Mm -hmm. So the perk of the membership would be that six month exam is free. Mm -hmm. um, so we just take that 57 to $65 off and that's how we plan that, uh, price them. Um, so our prices go um, for the canines, they start at 230 and go to 427. Um, and that, that $427 includes that full senior blood work panel, all the vaccinations, two um, wellness visits each year. And then, um, like I said, that blood pressure and tonometry. So it really is a great value. Um, okay. and then the perks of them is they get discounted office visits anytime they have to come in, you know, additionally throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Um, we know office visits are never going to make us rich. It's just the way to get them in the door. Right. So we discount those office visits and anytime they come in, um, they get a $30 office visit. Mm -hmm. So, and our, our office visits range from 57 for a wellness to 75 for an urgent care. So, I mean, that's a good savings right there, especially for these pets that are in there monthly um, for skin issues, ear issues, things like that. Okay, okay, cool. So, so basically, it looks like about $20 a month for the bottom one, and then it goes up to about yeah, 35, almost less than 40 for the top one. Yeah. And uh, do you require, is it a monthly payment or is it an annual payment? It is an annual payment. They pay at the beginning. And then the plan's good for 365 days. And out of curiosity, is there an auto renew at the end of that annual basis? There's not an auto renew. Um, it's up to the client to decide if they want to renew it or not. I used to be able to, when we were um, with our old practice management software, I was able to monitor our renewal rate. I can't do that with our new practice management software. It doesn't have that option. But usually once a client is on a membership plan, they, they do continue them. Okay, cool. And... Um... Oh, yes. And, and how big is your practice at this point? Just for we some are, We're a four-doctor practice. Congratulations, guys. You guys yeah. are so cool. <laughs> I'm so we proud are, of you guys. We are growing. <laughs> yeah, good job. Way to go. Um, and so approximately how many plans would you sell per month, would you say? Um, we're consistently, um, for about the last year, we've been consistently selling 120 to 140 plans a month. My goodness. Yes. Good for you guys. I am. I'm. I'm quite frankly shocked by that because, yeah. because the the way it's structured uh, with the annual payment. I mean that you know it, it's requiring a, um, you know it's a bit of friction to do the annual payment. To be quite honest, yet you're rocking it out of the park in terms of selling them. So what is your secret sauce? What is the key? I think it's just really the way that our technicians display them to the client. Mm -hmm. And when you show them what they're going to pay anyway for that visit and for an extra couple dollars, they can get that six month exam free. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the discounted office visits, making them feel like they're getting something special. Mm -hmm. um, they are part of this membership. That's a huge thing. And then of course, value, value sells everything. Mm -hmm. um, and um, the other perk that we have to it, and it's a little perk, but it's still something is they get a little bit of a discount on each additional service or product that they purchase throughout that year. Yeah. So it only goes from one to 3%. So it is just a teeny little bit, but I mean, every, every little bit helps you. 
Okay, great. A month and then one to three percent discount. Cool. And is there an incentive for the team to sell the plans? Um, there. So last month, for the first time, we did a little contest to make it fun. Mm -hmm. And um, so the technician that sells the most plans every month will win um, a prize. Mm -hmm. And we did a hundred dollars, either cash or gift card, their choice. Mm -hmm. And um, it went. It you know, it's always fun to do a little contest here and there. Um, so we decided we were going to continue that monthly. Cool. And uh, just a few more questions. And, th and thanks so much for, for sharing it. You know, this is always, it, it's great to be able to have, uh, you know, go into detail uh, with one of our members to understand what's going on. And then this will prompt all of us to, to keep thinking. So what would you say really works well in terms of um, selling the plans? I think um, being knowledgeable about them, confidence in speaking to about them, um, and just really being able to show the client. We have flyers in each exam room that shows each different um, membership plan. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I think just really breaking down the price of what it would be without that membership plan mm -hmm. um, with the client right there, just so that they can see what they are truly getting. Yeah, so basically comparison of price yeah. before and after. Yeah, it makes a no-brainer. Okay, cool. And um, what do you think looking at the plans or how you sell the plans could be uh, improved upon it? Or what do you think causes any friction, you know, that's happening? Mm -hmm. um, I think, well, to answer your first question about what about improvements, I think every year we go through and look at, you know, how we can improve the following year. This year's plans are my absolute favorite. Um, when I first came to Fullwood four years ago, the platinum plan included a dental. Right. Um, and so the following year, you know, Christy and I were talking and I said, well, what about these younger pets that need dentals? You know, we're, we don't really have a perk to, for them on the membership plan. So we took the dentals off and we offer them a special price um, on a dental plan if they need it um, for being a member. And um, so they get a discount on that. Uh, we already have the blood work because it's built into our plans. So really they, you know, they just have to pay at that point for anesthesia and the actual dental cleaning and then any additional. So um, we took the price of our dentals and I think we decreased it by about 20% so that they get an additional perk. Mm. And um, I think that's really worked. So I think just every year looking at what you did the previous year and how you can improve it. Um, this year, Christy wanted blood work on everybody, which mm -hmm. great medicine. And, um, I think that's the biggest perk of our membership plans for our doctors is they get that, you know, they get that blood work plan on everybody. Mm -hmm. so I think we'll definitely continue that throughout the years. Um, but yeah, ne next year at the, or at the end of this year, we'll look at them and say, okay, here's our numbers. You know, what, what, what can we do to improve it this year? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And so actually it just, it just occurred to me. So this 120 to 140 plans. Mm -hmm. Would this include people that was on a plan last year and are coming in and are buying renewing. a renewing? So that also includes renewals. Okay. So if you have four doctors, let's just estimate you'd have 5,000 active clients. That, that's just an estimate. And 1,200 to 1,400 per month would be about 1,500 membership plans. So we're looking at something like a 30% of active client base. Would you, would you say that probably makes sense? Yeah, that probably sounds about right. Cool. And that, that, that's a solid number. I, I find that 20% is usually where a practice is able to get to without being creative. And so you guys are surpassing that. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, so very briefly kind of over to um, everyone in the uh, <laughs> online uh, here, all the elite members. Uh, yeah, what kind of questions do you have uh, for uh, Jamie or thoughts that you have on Jamie's plan? And then I'd love to pull off some of the other members and we'll just have a kind of a, a quick discussion around some plans because I, I do have some key thoughts um, that you know might be valuable you know, to talk about with, uh, with the plan, Jamie. And um, yeah, so what do you have? Is this all making sense on your end? Uh, any thoughts? You can actually do it right in the chat if you want now. I think the chat is uh, available uh, for everyone so you can chat here. What are your thoughts on Jamie's plans? And then I'll, I'd love to pull off uh, Diana and because I know you've done some really great thinking on plans and kind of see what your uh, thoughts are on your plans. All right, so everyone's getting their chats down. Let's pull off Diana, j join the party. 
Hey, hey, Diana, you here? You was on Can mute. you hear hey. me? Yeah, what's up? How are you doing? Oh, great, great. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are awesome. I love the breakdowns of the plans. Um, uh, our platinum, we have the same thing, silver, gold, and platinum. Mm -hmm. And on our platinum, we were doing unlimited exams. So right. now I'm thinking, all right, let's go to discounted. Well, 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 let's talk your numbers because, you know, um, what would your numbers be? How do you, do you know off the top of your head? You probably you I, weren't I was that. not prepared for yeah. the homework. It's okay. um, so I apologize in advance, but I will tell you they're not as good as theirs. Mm -hmm. And what's, do you have any idea your, your bottom tier pricing? Uh, bottom tier pricing is it goes from 180 to 450. Okay. So you're right there. Yep. And our 450 includes everything that she was talking about, except for the tonometry and the blood pressure, which we absolutely could add. That's not an issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you have but any I, guess? Do you have any guess how many membership plans you're selling a month? You know what? I'll do my homework and then I will definitely <laughs> send it to it's you. Okay. But it's I'm okay. going to say it's I'm going to say it's about a third of what they're doing. Yeah, but yeah, but how how um, how many doctors would you be at at this point? Oh, uh, right now I only have one doctor. Me. Yeah, so I think that would be fine. I think a third mm -hmm. of the plans sold with a one doctor compared to the four doctor. And do, is yours auto recurring, Diana? They are not. They um, will get a call each year as it's coming up expired. Um, the, the thing I love is the people that really take advantage of it and use it um, will call us about their plans. They'll call us about their points. Um, and then when we ask them if they want to renew, we, we renew them um, sometimes a week or two before they're expired. So, I, you know, people that use them get excited about them. It's getting those people in to use them is the biggest thing. You know, it's really interesting because uh, in tracking this data, I realized that I've made a calculation error because when I was thinking of selling memberships, I was exclusively thinking of selling new memberships when really the number here is total memberships, including mem including renewals, which doesn't mean that the memberships are growing by that amount. In fact, it could just be staying the same because you right. could be selling the majority of people again. And a question, um, what is the barrier to doing the auto renewal? Um, I think it's paperwork for our end. It's, um, you know, keeping track of it. I guess when we do the calls, we could ask them to take it. But a lot of people are leery about giving, still giving credit card numbers over the phone. Um, you have in extremes. You have people that complain that it won't, we don't keep them on file. And you have the ones that um, don't want to give them over the phone. So I think paperwork, time, um, I mean, it's something we could look into when we call to say it's coming up, offer to renew it and take the, the money over the phone. That That is definitely something that I'm putting on my homework um, page to do. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's as far as just doing it without contacting them is my concern. Because the uh, holy grail, so to speak, of memberships and, and we've now seen this, right, with Prime. I mean, Prime's, um, Amazon's business, the cornerstone is Prime. It's amazing that these businesses can be built from such a simple concept, but Prime has changed the course of Amazon into this mega, mega company. And the key to memberships is auto renewal. Uh, yeah, it just, I agree. But what, what's the legality on that? Like, you know, obviously Amazon keeps our credit card information and so does a lot of other companies. So why is it that we can't keep credit card information? Well, well, this is exactly right. I, 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 there's some sort of, because it's a frustration because here we are, we're talking about this and yet our elite members, right, aren't doing it because there's a barrier between it, whether it's the software or the merchant account provider. And who do you both use for merchant account providers? Uh, Cornerstone, IDEX. Oh, you're, you're running it through them. Okay. Yeah. We're with Total Merchant Services. Total Merchant, okay. Um, because I know, I know when I spoke to Gravity, and again, I don't know the prices that they would offer compared to you guys, but they said that they would do auto renewals and they would do auto renewals on an annual basis. And so, awesome. well, it would be awesome. And I think it'd be a game changer because in a way, like you guys are having to resell the same people year after year. And my fear is that in a recession, 
those sales aren't going to be resold. And so you could drop from a 30% client base on the plan down to a 15% because now again, they're facing this decision um, in terms of do they pay uh, annually again? Whereas if they make the decision in the past and they have to do the paperwork potentially, and I mean, I mean the whole rigmarole, whereas for me personally, if I go in and I believe in something and I'm sorry, I have a call coming, uh, and, and, um, and you fill out the contract or whatever it is, and then there's an auto renewal, you know, acknowledge that it's auto renewal, you can cancel beforehand. And then it just rolls and it kind of, you know, they've made their commitment in the past and they know that this is important for, for what they're doing. And this would create a lot of stability, you know, within the, uh, the membership side of the practice. And I'm going to, um, I'm going to ask this question of a number of elite members. I would like that. What I would like to, instead of worrying about all the paperwork is, you know, basically Amazon Prime doesn't really have the paperwork. All they do is they send you an email saying, hey, if you want to cancel, uh, you have 30 days to do it. Otherwise, you're just going to get charged. Right. So I'm wondering if we can connect an email to it and just say, hey, your renewal is coming up. It will automatically be processed through your credit card that we have on file. Um, if you'd like to cancel, please contact us. And that would save a lot of time on the front end too. I think one of the challenges of an auto renewal, um, having three separate plans is sometimes you have to change to a different plan. So like for us, if the pet's on a gold plan and the following year, you know, it's not just about the services they're due for. It's also about them, their health and their age. Yeah. So, you know, it would make more sense, especially as they get older, to recommend that that platinum plan. So if you were on an auto renewal, it would auto renewal just that gold plan only. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think you have to take that in consideration, too. So that's going to be a huge challenge with auto renewals. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times, like I was explaining with the silver and the gold, we'll use the gold when they're due for all four of their vaccines, but rabies distemper are usually every three years. So some, some clients will opt to do the silver for those two additional years just to save a little bit of money. But then we do have clients that stick with the gold, even though they're not getting those vaccines because they do see the value in that larger blood work panel and they like to have that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, explaining those things to the client that's kind of where, you know, your confidence and, and your knowledge comes in. Yeah. But that's going to pose a challenge. And yeah. from what I can see with auto renewals. I agree, Jamie. One thing I was thinking on that is maybe on the email, um, also putting on, would you like to upgrade? You know, it's something to that email effect that we can also add that upgrade your plan. Please contact us. And then maybe when they come in, they've already prepaid for that certain plan. But when you get them in the door, maybe they could pay the difference to upgrade to the um, platinum plan at that time. So mm. maybe that could be tweaked as well. Yeah. Because I, I mean, subscriptions these days are super simple to your point. Um, I think it was Diana that you mentioned this. I mean, Amazon, you put in your credit card and you just say, you know, you give consent to whatever it is and it bills it and then it bills it automatically rolling forward. And there's no issue except tracking maybe um, who's on a plan in let's say the merchant account versus the uh, the software, and that's maybe where there becomes a bit of a disconnect. I you know, well let us reach out to Gravity again because they were working really hard to have a partnership, and they they don't always beat the price, but they'll say if they'll match or beat your price. I'm just wondering if we can get Gravity to at least match prices of what the other merchant accounts are, because what I like about Gravity uh, as a payment provider. Um, and if you're thinking about this, talk to your account manager, because then they'll make the introduction, put together the playbook. But Gravity is, um, or playbook, or, or you know, articulate what we're trying to do, because Gravity is tech focused. And I find most of the merchant accounts are old school, and they're not technology focused. And so they can actually, um, in a way, create workflows around the tech that we just can't do with other merchant account providers. So I just wonder, because... I mean, I know for a fact that you guys are having to work uphill every year to resell the same folks um, that otherwise, you know, 40% of them or 70% would just simply auto renew and 20% would have questions and would be debating it, but everyone else would just be keep rolling. And so the ones that you're now selling in addition each year, you're really growing that membership base. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I've, oh, go ahead, Diane. Go ahead, Jamie. Go ahead. I was going to say, I've spoken with Gravity twice. Um, yeah. 
about two years ago. And then last year after, yeah. you know, you talked about the partnership. Um, if I were to move to somebody, it would be them. Their customer service is amazing from what I've seen in my PM groups. Like everyone that has them is very happy. But the um, both times I've talked to them, they told me that they can't match my prices. They can't match the pricing. Um, total mer merchant services. I don't know what we did, but they have given us some phenomenal prices. And it would probably be anywhere from $150 to $300 additional each month, which at this point, I just don't see us it worth us spending. As we grow, yes, absolutely. Um, and the perk with Gravity is because we're using EVET practice, which is now Pulse. Um, but they integrate fully and that would definitely be helpful but i can tell you we have 15 months left with them and we're not staying with them so um <laughs> with who told, told your version no with evet practice oh, okay so um you know to even think about doing that right now and then have to do it all over again in 15 months it's probably not worth it mm -hmm. um but yeah, gravity seems to be an amazing company yeah yeah you know and I'll say that the, the merchant account fees paid by um, veterinary practice is very low, you know, I think because it's got low uh, churn rates and I, and, or not churn rates, but um, like um, chargeback rates. And I would say it's very interesting in the software world, uh, there's a company called Stripe. You know, they're the big one. You probably use them yourselves as you're buying software. And they're actually more expensive than all everyone else, but everyone uses them because it's so easy to set up things like auto renewals and, and technology pieces. And so, you know, I, it, it'd be a very interesting calculation if you consider how many more plans you would have. So, so, so a couple of things. One, the one, the consideration is what is your spend per client of a plan on a plan membership plan versus non non plan. And then two, a speculative um, estimate of how many more plans you would have at the end of a year using an auto renewal versus non-auto renewal, which is speculative. And then three, doing the calculation to see if that would out, outweigh the, you know, $1,800 a month of extra fee for gravity or not. You know, I, I think it's a, it's a really interesting question. I guess a question over to the group that's on the line here is, um, are any of you, do any of you have the auto renewal set up? It's so frustrating. It's 2022 and we still don't have the auto renewal. It's been like, it's years and it just, it really fires me up um, around that. Um, yeah, does anybody, uh, and actually maybe I'll just pull Keith off if he's on here. Cause I know Keith. Dr. Warren. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, just before you pull me off, um, I was also gonna say, we are talking to a book of having a special uh, ring inside and the question asked to hit a number if you are a member. Mm. So we're trying to entice clients to ask us what that means via even just calling in on our phones. Mm. Yeah, yes, excellent, great. And I, and I and before we jump off today, I have a few action items uh, for you. And, uh, and so I think uh, that, that something like that is one of them. So that's an excellent one. Thanks, thanks for sharing. Awesome, thank you. Hey, and you can stay on Diana, this is an open discussion. Uh, hey, Keith, are you there? Pull yourself off mute. I'd love to hear if you have an auto renewal set up on your side. Uh, and as you do that, I will also pull off Leslie because you have an auto renewal and I'd love to hear how that's going for you. So Leslie, oh, yeah, over to you. What's, um, hey, what's up? How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks, um, Michael. Cool. Yeah, our, with the system that we have in Ontario, um, a lot of the clinics are members of the my online vet store. Mm -hmm. And it basically is our web store where clients can order their sure. food and, and products. But we also have the capability of um, having their monthly payments, those who have elected to go with monthly payments, um, they do it through this system. And essentially, um, I agree that when they're transitioning from puppy to adult, to do an auto renewal can be um, tricky because they're going into the next life stage. And also in terms of the caliber of program, whether you're going from silver to platinum or gold to platinum, but typically with all our pets that are in the adult and the senior phases of life, they auto renew. And then when the client is in and we specifically determine that their needs need to change, we then talk about um, upgrading and it's easy enough to change the, um, the payment schedule and the services that will apply. And again, the 
the web store will do everything, but it's really key that we keep a hold on those clients that joined up initially and the auto renewal has been our savior in that. And we haven't had a lot of, I can't think of any negative um, kickback in the last three, four years. And I guess a question to, to that point to scale, like on a scale of one to 10, how important would you say the auto renewal is for you to be building that membership base in the practice, would you say? Oh, it's a 15 for the simple <laughs> reason yeah. that um, it's like, you know how much energy it takes to get a new client in. Yeah. You don't want to get that attrition. You want to keep them. Yeah. Like, to me, it's along the same, it's an analogy to that same problem. I want those that have been on the PHP to continue to believe in it, to share yeah. the word. And yeah, it's absolutely essential. I, I think, I think so. And, you know, I, I'm really motivated by this because, I mean, I have a dream uh, and I've shared it before and I've, I've, I've been frustrated by fulfilling it of, of creating such a compelling membership plan that's so easy to buy and to be part of that a practice becomes predominantly a membership only practice, you know, like an 80% client base. Because if you just look at the numbers, which is super amazing, I just want to show it one more time. The, the numbers are striking. Uh, the comparison between those that are on a plan and those that are not on a plan. And just imagine if 80% of your client base was spending on average 35 or 40% more per, uh, per year, you as a practice would be an entirely different ballpark of economics versus any other practice. You could pay your team more, you could pay the doctor, you could recruit doctors easier because you'd be have a greater profitability. And so I, I believe that the auto renewals would be a key thing to that. So, uh, you know, let, let me shake the tree on gravity, see what we can accomplish uh, to do that myself and the team that is, uh, but I can help spearhead that. So um, cool. Thanks, Leslie. And, uh, and Leslie, over to you, any other tips and tricks that you've seen through selling the plans? Um, we just are trying to, I, and that's why I asked that question in the chat, because sometimes we're just so stretched for time. And I really want this to be a commentary that's occurring with every client and a repeatable commentary at that. But we just uh, created, uh, I just created a Loom video and we're basically just trying to stay in your face, particularly during these times where we know um, the economy is gonna have a negative impact on us so yep. it's a four minute video it's being sent out with report cards with specific information with php invoices everything just to keep people in the loop as to why we're so passionate about doing this yeah awesome um and for um for the the optometrists how to learn and compare because uh this has been a veterinary discussion in a way but the reason is that veterinarians surprisingly have actually had this membership plan around for several decades. And the industry was very against it, except for the people that were doing it who turned out to be super successful. <laughs> uh, but now looking at the, at the numbers, it's, it's obvious that this is the way to go. And so on the optometry um, side of it, the challenge is big insurance companies. Uh, of course, you, know, you guys know the challenge with that. And, but the membership actually becomes a cash focused component of the practice. So it'd be in exactly the same way that it becomes a monthly or annual subscription uh, on a cash basis for services rendered that is as uh, equal or higher quality to the services that are got, uh, received through the insurance company. Uh, there's an entire playbook uh, associated with that. So if you want that playbook on the autonomous side, just put in playbook um, and we'll be happy to uh, connect you uh, with that playbook and help you to implement that. So cool, awesome. And um, uh, very quickly, and actually I'd love to pull, pull Beth off. Sorry, one sec, let me just uh, bring this back here. I'd love to pull Beth off and, and see what you guys are thinking and doing on the optometry, uh, sorry, on the uh, plan side. So, hey, hey, Beth, what's up? How are you doing? Just unmute yourself real quick and then we'll- yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, what's up? Okay. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. I'm doing great. Um, we are, this is a place that our facility is lacking greatly. We have a membership plan 
Um, very basic. Our, we do not have anything tiered. We don't have auto renewal. Mm-hmm. We basically membership with core vaccines and they pay for the two, two exams up front. They get discounted on their vaccines. And then what we call unlimited, um, what do we call them? Um, all of a sudden my brain went um, tune-ups. We call them tune-up appointments. So whether those appointments where my animal is just not doing right, come in and that they do not pay for the doctor's time. He um, does an exam. And so it, it's great for our senior members. Um, we have not... We have not done excellent in selling it. We, I'm the only one until recently that has been doing any administration of our facility. And I now have someone that is helping me do administration work. And it was one thing that I have had a hard time tackling. And so I've talked to Julie and um, Julie and I are kind of trying, um, working together, trying to come up with our, our plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved, loved, loved Leslie's uh, loom because I, Nicole has ignited me on loom um, because it, we do looms for, before our dentals, um, explaining what's going on. And that's part of our confirmation because we're booking so far out on our dentals, we send out a loom video explaining all about the dental procedures mm-hmm. and confirming that their appointment and um, the, the um, Diana's thought of the member on one of the call um, numbers is excellent because people go, member, what's a member? You right. know, uh, that's excellent, excellent idea. And so um, we just have to get, dig our toes in the sand and come up with something um, and this plan works. We sell it. It's a no-brainer, especially for a, a senior dog. But um, I, I just one more administration thing on my back was more than I could handle. And yeah, I, I understand. So. <laughs> yep. I, I, I think I, I'm frustrated because I think this is the barrier with these wellness plans: is the administration uh, or membership plans because they're tricky. Yet at the same time, I think this is the opportunity because people get scared or or can't handle the administration, like you're saying, because it's a reality. Yep. On the other side, I think it's actually a business transformation item. You know, the, the, it, if you have 50% of your client base or patient base on memberships, it'll be a complete transformation. So cool, Beth. Yep. Th- thanks for sharing. And maybe j- just to uh, quickly um, do an action plan uh, for you that's on this li- on the line here. Let me just share my screen here and we'll jump into it. Because I, I want to land the plane and we have one real action from the... Um, you know, the, uh, the payment processing side for the auto renewal. Uh, but I, I think number one, and the data showed it from the data that I shared, and it's interesting because you guys are a bit, I would say, upscale from the two examples of the membership plans that we saw. Actually, Leslie, a quick question to you, Leslie. Oh, no, you have different levels of plans that I would say that the price of the plan doesn't matter. Uh, and I was surprised by that because you would think that the higher price plans would actually encourage the uh, patients or clients to spend more revenue per year. But in fact, that was not the case. So it was approximately the same uh, revenue spent per year per patient, whether it was a basically like a $10 a month plan or a $30 a month plan. And I thought that was very interesting. So the, the price of the plan, uh, you could look at actually uh, simplifying plans to have one price point if you're overwhelmed and play with that or you can have multiple tiers of, of plans uh, and that also works. So I, I wouldn't think that there's a, a secret sauce with the pricing of the plans, at least from what the data currently shows. Secondly, uh, definitely put this on your homework list because I have seen the transformation in the teams that have done this. Pull your own data. In other words, uh, the data to pull is active clients or patients. Spent, uh, the, the spend by active clients members versus non-members and pull this for your practice. So active member could be someone who's been within in the last 12 months and compare it and see what that is. My guess is that it's going to be very similar. And I'd love it if you could send it to me, you could send it to the um, your account manager and they'll forward it to me uh, because I'd love to review it. And my guess is once you see those numbers, you're going to start scratching your head and say, oh my goodness, uh, this is like a, this is an unbelievable like secret ingredient that could transform the practice. 
And the third step is to share this data with the team. So in some of the uh, practices that I've been following, um, was frustrated by the lack of uh, sales of the plans. For example, this would be a, a one doctor practice and they were selling, a pro their target was to sell about 20 plans a month. And they weren't hitting it. You know, sometimes they were, sometimes they weren't. And so I suggested to pull the data. They pulled the data. This is the data that you actually saw. Shared it with the, the uh, associates uh, uh, and the, the team members. And like that, after several years of barely able to sell 20, now we're able to sell over 50 per month consistently. And that was because a light bulb went on on how important and effective these plans were. So I think pull the data, share the data with your team uh, will enable them to become advocates uh, beyond um, you know, you, you trying to educate them around the plan, which you need to have that as well, of course. Then number four is bonus your team on the sales. And I think, Jamie, this could be a really big opportunity on your side to, if, if these plans are a transformational component or potential for the practice, then what could be a super exciting way to bonus your team on the sales of those plans? Um, and so I, I think that would be another kind of key homework. And I, and I, I actually would not... Uh, be bashful about bonusing on these plans because it has such a transformational impact. That being said, I would make a very big distinction between renewals of existing plans and new plans because that's what kind of, um, you know, my, my mental takeaway is that that 120 to 140 plans on your, you know, that you shared, Jamie, my curiosity is how many of those are actual new membership sales versus existing membership sales, because if they're on auto renew, 80% of the, or more 90% of last year's plans would get renewed. And so those would almost be even non-compensated or much smaller in terms of a bonus for the team versus the existing ones, uh, the, the new ones that are a lot harder to sell. And then finally, you know, I think that uh, and there are some great suggestions here that I just added is to educate, educate your clients and patients before they come into the practice. And how is this done? Number one, as Beth said, and um, Leslie said as well, doing the Loom video. So this is a, the Loom software. And I would actually focus on uh, the key elements of your practice, which would be, for example, dental on the veterinary side and these memberships, just explaining it to them, explain the benefit all within two to three minutes. Uh, the next one would be a phone script. So a practice that does this really well, I was amazed by the number of sales that they were getting for their membership plans. When I listened to their phone calls, right every patient that's coming in, they're explaining very briefly what this membership is and the big benefit around that, that it saves them a, a pile of money uh, over the year. And then finally, um, the, the phone tree idea is a fantastic idea, uh, just having that so that everyone who calls the practice hears that there's a membership and uh, what that is. And then finally, uh, the auto renewal setup, I think is a critical aspect for this. And um, quite honestly, my fear is that if we don't get this set up within the next 12 months, there's gonna be a serious fear within the market and within our uh, the patient client base. And without the auto renewal, there might be a dramatic drop in the, um, in the membership plans uh, versus having it as an auto renewal. So I'm, I'm quite motivated to try to figure that out. Um, and um, sorry, uh, Keith was just saying he had to attend an emergency. Uh, Keith, if you're um, if you're on, on the line, I'd love to just hear you real quick. And Diana's saying uh, we could make a line item for auto renewal to be able to check new versus renewals going forward. And that's a great idea, Diana. And I think it's going to take some sort of, um, it's a bit difficult because everyone uses a different system. But if we get a payment processor that's able to do it very seamlessly uh, in the background, such as gravity, um, and then everyone has their own sort of um, workflow on how to track it through their system, that's probably the best way to be able to um, to go about it. And um, yeah, Keith, just I want to just check in with you on your um, on your plan. Are you there, Keith? Hey, what's up? Yeah, How I'm you here. Doing? Cool, cool. Yeah, just tell us a bit about your plans. Do you have auto renewal or not, or what's the barriers to that? Yeah, just love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, so we we do have auto renewal. Yeah. Um, and Avomark makes it pretty simple with their membership um, plan setup you basically determine what you want to put in it and um, it, it pretty much does everything for you. So the only problem we have is um, if they, we, we tested two different ways. If, if they do um, uh, pay upfront, that's fine. But if you start spreading payments out over an extended period of time, you know, they'll, they'll make three or four payments, get all their uh, vaccines and treatments and everything. And then they have a tendency to kind of wig out on you and quit paying. 
And, and um, so on a monthly basis, have you seen that to a, like what percentage of, of, do you have any idea of clients have not fulfilled their annual requirement? Yeah, it, it, it can range up to 20, 25% sometimes. Have you seen that? Yeah. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I mean, and I, I, I would suspect that that's going to get worse with the economy, but mm -hmm. that's why I would try to get it. I mean, we started doing a base charge up front that pretty much covered our cost. Mm -hmm. And then we would start making monthly payments thereafter. Mm -hmm. But we just got to make sure that we, we're covering our costs right up front. Understood. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And are you able to also do an annual auto renewal or just monthly? No, it's annual. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So, yeah. so basically when someone signs up and they, uh, they fill out the form and they agree to the, the, uh, annual auto renewal a year from now, that bill automatically goes in. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's uh, really fantastic. And what price are your plans more or less? Are they the, one very inexpensive plan or do you have multiple tiers? Yeah, most of them will range anywhere from 19 to $45. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you have the tiered plans. And what are you doing successfully to sell them? And what do you think is a big barrier for you guys? Just just as a quick little case study. I think everybody, I think the entire clinic being on the same page. And, uh, you know, we have, we have scripts that, that do it because you know, if ever if they're being sold on the phone uh, at the time of the appointment, and then they're mentioned again by the text, mentioned yeah. again by the doctors, um, it, it almost becomes a no-brainer. And then we have little brochures and handouts that kind of goes through, you know, how much money they'd be saving and and all that. And it's we have a large percentage that that actually sign up pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And and final question, and and this is uh, great. When you're seeing these these uh, clients, patients, do they have? Do you notice a different way that they either engage in recommendations versus those that are not on a plan? So when you say that, are you talking about upselling different? Yeah, items? yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess the question is, you I know, think someone they're more susceptible to it because yeah. they figure they're gonna, you know, for the most part, it's being spread out over a year versus one hit right up front. Yep. 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 I agree. Yep. I, I think that found, have you found instead of doing it by credit cards that you have less of a default if it's by ACH? That, that's a good, that's a great, that's a great question. So my hundred percent preference is ACH versus credit card because credit card has the, um, of course has the expiration of the cards and there's a very big percentage of cards that expire every something like 20 percent, just based on the math on it and so ach is far better however it does create a mini barrier because people don't necessarily know their ach information right then and there right. you know like they do with a credit right. card and so i can't tell you if this has been successful or not but i know one member was trying to shift from credit card to ACH. They were then, again, not thinking through from a sales perspective, they were allowing people to kind of, they weren't selling it then and they were allowing people to go home and then send the ACH information, which of course a huge percentage never did because they get busy. And so my recommendation to them, I don't know if they've implemented or been successful, was to have a, a, an activation fee that if they were able to complete it in the office, then that would be waived to set up with the ACH, basically this, this, you know, perk for doing that. But uh -huh. do you have any thoughts on that? I think it sounds like a good idea. And I, I think the default would be much less yeah. if the ACH was the only form of payment. Yep. Yep. And the other thing, I, I just haven't tested it or don't yep. have enough information. And, 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 you, and so you're doing your, your processing through Avamark. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. And one, one final comment from, from Jamie, which I think is great, is that uh, the, the reception will start discussions on the phone when they schedule the appointments and guide clients to view them on the website, which is great. A text will then go over them in the appointment when going over what, when the pet is due. And then uh, it takes an extra five minutes uh, time well spent. So I think what, what Jamie is also articulating is that people start getting educated right up front 
when they come into the practice and that makes sense considering the sales that they're getting. Right. So awesome. I know you mentioned yeah. also somebody um, that's actually in charge of those, that, that they're the ones that does the actual sales. Has anybody actually done that? Yeah, I, this is a great question. So, you know, part, part of what I love about this community is the, uh, the experimentation on it. So one practice had a remote team member that would basically be responsible for the sales of the plans. Now, the problem that was faced by that is that it was very difficult. So it's very difficult to sell the plans beforehand, before they come into the clinic. So the, here's, here's the, the hypothesis. If people are educated about the plans through having a call with a salesperson before they come into the practice, then they might be able to, to get some sales. So that, that proved to be false. However, having a dedicated remote person that would just, uh, because they're not at the practice and they're not rushed, rushed, educate on the plans, when they would go into the practice, they, we saw a significant uptake in the number of plans that were purchased. And then after the practice, uh, this remote person would actually call them and try to upgrade into that plan after the fact. And I would say that that was successful. And now that you mentioned it, I think there were two things that contributed to that big jump in the sales of plans. Uh, one was the practice staff understanding the data and the impact of it. And the second one was having the remote person that was doing the, um, the follow-up for the membership plan sales and the renewals and the renewals. Because, so just, I mean, just to be clear, yeah. um, they, the receptionist would make the appointments and then this person, after the appointment was made, would get on and call them before the appointment, before they actually came into the, into the clinic. Yeah, that's right. And you know what? Let me follow up with that. I'm going to put that on my list and I'll do a little video. Um, just one sec. Video for remote membership sales. And I'll just follow up with that case so that I'm giving you accurate information. Um, and we'll see if that played out or not. So let let. let before I don't want you to take an action on it until I, you know, we have an updated case study because I know that a lot of effort was put into it. So I'll see if that worked. Sounds good. Thank How's you. That? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My pleasure. And one final thing. Um, no, I, I, I think that's it. And so maybe just a final closing thought. If we believe memberships could transform your practice, then I'd love to really take this seriously. And so I, I have my homework, which is basically to check in on membership renewals with Gravity um, and then to uh, follow up with the remote sales position with memberships to see if that was effective. Uh, super. I'd love to hear your closing thoughts. If you could just type them into the box, we'll just do a quick round of clo closing thoughts and then uh, we will be all set. Uh, so what do you have? I'd, I'd love to hear your closing thoughts. Just quickly type it in. What, what's your action plan? What's on the top of your list? And uh, I'll quickly show that out and then we can rock and roll for the day. So what you got? Quick closing thoughts on your side. Uh, I'd love to hear it. Uh, Leslie, Keith, Beth. Yep. Love to hear it. Kathy, what, what, what are your big thoughts uh, coming from today's uh, session? Hey, Jamie, uh, what, what are your uh, big thoughts? Mandy, you know, kind of what's your action plan off of this uh, session? today what you got closing thoughts cool um so much to think about something i'm excited to put my new pm on yes and you know what suzanne you know i think it's um it's really challenging because of the administrative and i always find people get stuck but it's like the administrative challenge compared to the business transformation opportunity you know, it, it just requires a lot of encouragement to be able to get over that. Uh, Jamie, looking into a way with our current software to get those renewal numbers, right? And make sure everyone who has a membership plan, and Keith, I'd love your numbers as well, uh, to compare the spend per plan versus the spend not per plan. Oh, yes. And I'll do my final thought. You know, I really, in the end, you know, what I believe will be probably the model is to have this uh, basic plan that is a no-brainer to everybody. Um, that there's a big discount for services and all the other services are increased in price for non-members and it creates a friction so that like you, when you go to the gym, you can go to the gym on a one-off and pay for it, but it's so expensive that you never do. And so everyone that comes into the practice gets extremely motivated to become a member. 
And so that's still a case study, you know, that I'm uh, following through. Uh, Leslie says that uh, the plans are our bread and butter, particularly during these ch challenging times. Great. Awesome. Thanks, Jamie. Okay, cool, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, send me your data when you have them. And uh, Beth says, make Loom videos immediately. Cool. And Kathy says, I've been trying to hire someone specifically to be in charge of membership plans and their sales management. But each time I'm close, another staff member resigns. Uh, I'm still working on it. Uh, good, Kathy. And uh, Jamie has uh, added her email uh, for questions if you have it. Thanks so much, Jamie. That's really uh, generous of you. Share that with the community. Valerie says, definitely need to think about starting membership plans. So many options were presented during this session. And Valerie, you know, you know Val, I, I would say that um, you can just start with a very simple plan. You know, it could be a $9.99 or $15 a month with free exams and includes maybe vaccinations. Something very simple that is a no-brainer for everybody. And I've seen those work equally as well as the complex plans. So don't, don't feel uh, that you have to get too complex with it. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, and looking forward to seeing you next time. And let's just continue to think about recession preparation so that when it comes, we're going to be really fortified. Okay, guys. Talk soon. Want to keep the conversation going? Great. You can reach out to us directly or hit us up through our website at dvmelite.com. There's no need to go it alone. Our experts are here to help you implement the strategies and tactics mentioned in this podcast. Let's work together to make your dream practice a reality. Music